Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot is defending her hardball approach with the Chicago Teachers Union. Classes were canceled today after Chicago teachers voted in overwhelming numbers to disobey her direct order to teach in person as COVID-19 cases surge. The teachers union is now refusing to work in person until January 18th or until COVID-19 cases improve. Mayor Lightfoot sat down with WBEZ politics reporter Mariah Wolfel earlier today to talk about it. So first, obviously, CPS, parents and kids waited until after 11 p.m. last night to, to see whether their kids, whether they'd be going to school today. Briefly, what, what do you want to say to those families directly? Look, no one was more frustrated by that than I was. It's unfair to our parents and our, and our students uh, that CTU made them wait. And, you know, under the guise of they had some difficulty uh, with their voting, how fair is that to make parents wait until almost 11 p.m. to know whether or not their students were going to be going to school the next day? But that's, I think, really indicative of the problem. We have to put students and families first. We love our teachers. We appreciate them. We know that they love their students. But the CTU leadership is a whole different matter. And we cannot allow them to blow up the school system. You've you've called teachers' concerns over COVID-19 fear-mongering and hysteria yesterday. To be clear, I called what the CTU leadership is doing fear-mongering. Look, we're in the middle of a pandemic and a surge that's unprecedented in our 20-plus months of experience uh, with this deadly virus. I absolutely understand individuals' concerns. But what I also know is this is not the time for us to abandon the science. And what the science and the data tell us is the safest place for children to be in a pandemic is in the classroom. Now, not only are the schools safe, we also have to think about the ripple effect of shutting down an entire urban school system and ignoring the science and the data. We know from having been through that in 19 and 20, and again in 20 um, through 21, that we have significant learning loss. A 100,000 kids were disconnected from CPS over the course of full-time remote learning. That is real and profound, and we're just starting to see the rebound from that. We know that it contributes to social-emotional loss. That is real. And then think about the impact on families. When you think about who our kids are in CPS, we are a school system of working class, low income families. That means whoever the adults are in that household, and many of these are households led by single parents, m- women of color, they have to go to work. Ultimately, I want to I want to get back to your point that you made that that you characterized the CTU's actions as fear mongering and hysteria. 73% overwhelming numbers voted with their union to, to disobey an order, ultimately conveying that there's a, there's the lack of trust between rank and file teachers and CPS. What I, I hear I hear you talking about, you know, what CTU needs to do to mend this relationship. Can you talk about what responsibility falls on you and and what you have thought you need to do to mend this relationship and build back trust between teachers and CPS? Well, let me just be clear. This isn't about individual personalities. I will not allow this to be uh, characterized in a political fight 
We can't politicize a pandemic. We can't politicize real issues that should be at the table. What should happen is we've been at the table with CTU every week since June of 2021, every week with rare exception. Why aren't these things being worked out at the bargaining table? And the reason is because they keep moving the goalposts, but the two main sticking points that we know are these. Number one, they want to close down an entire school system. We disagree with that. We're at a point where the virus is affecting different schools differently, depending on what the vaccination rates are. There is no logical reason. There's no reason in the science or the data that we need to close the whole school system down. And they know that. But they want to do that because that gives them power. Number two, the other thing that we just fundamentally disagree on is whether or not the testing should be opt-in or opt-out. And let me just explain what that means. Opt-in, which is what we have right now, means that parents have to affirmatively um, tell us that they agree with having their children tested. That's what I would want as a parent. What the CTU wants is the opposite, opt-out. That unless our parents, those same hardworking, working-class, single-parent households, tell us affirmatively in writing that they don't want their kids tested, we test everybody. We are not going to be in a world where we do a quasi-medical procedure on little children without their parents' affirmative written consent. I do think I do think we're, I, we are clear on the differences between where the union and CPS stands right now. But I, I do want to ask the question again, is there something about your approach? This is now the third public labor dispute between the union and CPS under your tenure. Is there something about your approach that you're thinking of shifting as we you know, head into this next new year? I think the I think the question has to be asked of them. Why, when we gave them the largest contract in their union history before a strike, did they strike? And we can't and we can ask that question. But I, I'm wondering if there's anything on your end. That question of the union union. You absolutely fundamentally should ask that. Why did they strike when we gave them the largest contract in the history of the union? And by the way, they didn't get one dollar more after they struck than that. Why did they strike and disrupt um, classes for that for two weeks? Why? It made no sense. Let me finish the quote, finish the point. Why is it that when we knew we could bring kids back to school safely, why did they fight us again and again and again against the will of parents? And why, like the movie Groundhog Day, are they at it again when there is no scientific reason to shut this whole school system down? The, the concerns you raised about remote learning, they're shared by everyone, I think, including people in the, well, I know, including people in the union and union, union leadership, the loss of learning, mental health issues that remote learning have caused for students. But the union's asking for remote for, for eight days. Uh, why not? Why are you adamantly opposed? Are you, are you concerned? Are you concerned that they won't return to in person by the 18th like they say they will? I have no reason to believe that they will return by the 18th. What they initially told us, it was going to be a one-day action just today. Late yesterday afternoon, they decided that they were going to be out after the long Martin Luther King weekend. So they keep moving the goalposts. Why would I believe price any credibility that they will actually come back? Because, and, and frankly, what it underscores is how arbitrary the decisions of the TTU leadership in, in dis- disrespect of our parents, 
are students and data and science. They don't believe in any of that. What they believe in is exercising raw political power and the consequences to our families and our kids be damned. That was Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot speaking with WBEZ politics reporter Mariah Wolfel. You're listening to WBEZ.